I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Yesterday, The World's Carol Zoll hit up some editors and writers for holiday reading suggestions. Today, Carol rejoins me to look at books for kids. So, Carol, what's on tap bookwise for the youngins? Marco, we're going to start with a re-released classic called Mr. Ben, Red Knight by David McKee. Mr. Ben was a very popular British children's TV show in the 70s, and it was based on the Mr. Ben books. Now, to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the TV show, the first Mr. Ben book, which was published in 1967, has been re-released this year. And Mr. Ben is this bowler-hatted, rather proper-looking gentleman who's looking for a costume for a party. And he comes across a costume shop. And when he tries on a knight's costume, he suddenly finds himself transformed into a knight. He's in this medieval landscape having an adventure with kings and dragons. And it's a really, really charming story. And I love the illustrations. Yeah. And David McKee is obviously talented. He does a great mix of you know, color illustrations and these wonderful line drawings. It would be a really nice book for younger children, I think. Now, staying on a classic theme, I've got another re-released British kids' book. This one originally published in 1968. Right, and you've got it here. It's called The Iron Giant by Ted Hughes. Is that uh, Ted Hughes the poet? Yes, and it's the same Ted Hughes who was married to Sylvia Plath. Now, this book is kind of a parable about a giant made of iron who ambles into this town, and everyone is afraid of him. The farmers try to trap him because he's eating their tractors and anything else made of metal. But one little boy named Hogarth has other ideas. Now, I won't go into the rest of the story, but just a few words about this edition, which is illustrated quite lavishly by British artist Laura Carlin. She's got an interesting style, and there are lots of different features in the book, like cutouts and fold-out sections. And I chatted with her, and she told me that because she thought that Ted Hughes had a lot of empathy with the Iron Giant and saw the townspeople as kind of selfish, she did something very specific with the artwork. In order to try and show this, the Iron Giant was a 3D card cutout, and he had a shadow, whereas everybody else are just 2D drawings and obviously much smaller. And it's not till the end of the book that everybody gets the shadow. So I want to show you, for instance, Marco, mm. there's this page where the <clears throat> giant's hand is walking around. And you can see this hand, and it's actually casting a shadow on the book. It's beautifully done. I mean, here's this hand. It looks very flat and two-dimensional like a piece of paper. Well, and the thing is... She actually did a cutout and had a photographer take a picture of this. So that is a real shadow. But everything else in the book is flat until the very end when the people finally get shadows. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Cool stuff. Um, Okay, so let's get out of the U.K. and go to a brand new book by a first-time Canadian author. It's called I Want My Hat Back by John Classen. And uh, how do you like the cover? It's pretty good. It's some strange furry animal without a hat. He obviously wants his hat back. He's actually a bear. And, <laughs> Perfect. Um, He's Canadian. And I'm going to let the artist uh, and author, John Klassen, describe it for us. On the very first page, the bear is standing there, just sort of bewildered. And he says, my hat is gone. I want it back. And the bear keeps asking different animals about his hat. And finally, he meets a rabbit. Who, if you look at it, is wearing a very big red hat. And he says, have you seen my hat? And the rabbit says, no. Why are you asking me? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any hats anywhere. I would not steal a hat. Don't ask me any more questions. And the bear says, okay, thank you anyway. Those are the first few pages. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's like the guy with the banana in his ear. Sorry, I can't hear you because I got a banana in my ear. The rabbit has a hat on his head. 
Hope I'm not giving anything away for the kids. Uh, I think you're okay. So you get the idea. It's just got a very sly sense of humor. Now, one more book for little children that also stands out from the crowd. It's an alphabet book by Paul Thurlby, yet another British author. So uh, I guess it was a good year for books over there. And the book's just called Paul Thurlby's Alphabet. And let me show it to you. This is really cool. I mean, it's like G for graffiti, uh, F for fierce. It's all kind of very contemporary lingo, but the graphics are kind of retro. I like this a lot. Yeah, this book has a really cool look, and you kind of have to do something different if you're doing an alphabet book. So Paul Thurlby, the artist, uses old books and pieces of paper for backgrounds in his art, and he just creates these really stylized and stylish images, which, uh, by the way, we have some of at theworld.org, along with images from all the other books we've mentioned, too. Uh, Anything for bigger kids this year, Carol? You know, Marco, there wasn't one big, obvious book for older kids that I came across, but there were a couple of interesting ones that I wanted to mention. Now, one is called Math Girls by Hiroshi Yuki. It's translated from Japanese by Tony Gonzalez. And this is a novel, Marco, but I'm going to show you a typical page. Oh, my gosh. It's just nothing but equations. I feel like I'm on the set of uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I don't think this would have been a book that I would have gone in for as a young teenager. But it's been a big hit in Japan. Apparently, it's gone through 18 printings. And, you know, frankly, the math is above my head. But if you have a young teenager or middle teenager who's really into math, this is a really interesting choice and a bit different. And one other kind of -of out-of-the-box book that I want to mention is called Akata Witch, by Nigerian-American author Nnedi Okorafor. It was described to me by one book buyer as Harry Potter in Nigeria, mm. but, but better. And it's got magic. It's got a group of kids trying to help catch a serial killer. It's got an albino. So, you know, what more could you want? Not much. Another great list, Carol. Again, these books are all at theworld.org. The World's Carol Zoll. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, Marco.